I think fundamentally we we do have a vision of what this podcast is about where it's just us talking about life about art about sex about food about news about all the shit that kind of like riles us up or humors us or or just gets us talking and uh you know that's every episode will be different um what did you say say it again later this week with coco and fran that was my bite i needed that oh (laughs) (laughs) but i made it sound like a question later this week with coco and fran later this week with coco and fran with coco and fran Hello, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Let me raise the volume. Let me do a Laura. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's going on? Where do you want to begin? Um, Well, I went to Merrickville today. Oh, you candle whore. I did. And I am currently burning ginger nutmeg. Oh, I smelled that one. I remember that one. It is so delicious. I, I yeah, all their candles are good. They really, really are. Um, I sincerely hope in my lifetime that they they create smellovision, whether it's through the cell phone or your computer or whatever, because I think it's a very important aspect to um, social integration, <laughs> social networking, whatever. I, I think that smell of vision is very, very important because right now this room just smells heavenly. <laughs> so yeah, I went to Merrickville. Um, it was a nice drive. I mean, you've been there. You've driven down with us. Um, it was interesting to see some of the, the shops, um, which I don't think I've seen in Ottawa that some stores are you cannot enter without a mask okay and i know more and more um places are making that mandatory i know that they should yeah they should uh i i know that there's been a lot of talk about um passing that soon uh any public but like indoor space uh i don't know if it's grocery stores retail stores what whatever the case may be or or if it's government buildings in uh specifically but they're they're going to make um masks mandatory so i i think that's a good idea i think that and i think it should have been that way from the beginning from the mm-hmm. very beginning mm-hmm. because people were real assholes at the beginning i don't know how it was with you guys um at the start. See, you always take these awful screenshots when I'm in the middle of talking and <laughs> you look good and I look like a crack whore. Listen, our producer is terrible. He does that. Yeah, clearly. Uh, anyway, so how is it over there with you guys in terms of COVID? Well, you know, I think that in the country in general, we're the only ones who have a lot of sense because we slowed down, we stopped. Like, are you things talk- are going slow? Are you talking about New Jersey? Because as a country, y'all haven't. No. no, New York, New Jersey are part of the country. Okay, we've we've been really like serious about it. I think the concern we have in this country is that we can't control the rest of the country. So our part of the country can't control the rest of the country. And the problem is, is that you have people who are from the South, people who are especially from Florida, people from Texas, (laughs) people from from Florida. Because, you know, people in Florida are like 117. They died a long time ago and nobody told them. So they're still, yeah. They're still walking around. and, And they, you know, because they're in Florida. See, Florida did a very slow kind of quarantine that really was like a non-quarantine. And then they reopened. And now, like, their numbers are ridiculous. And I wish I had the numbers in front of me, but it's not that kind of show. 
Um, Apparently, but- they had a day, uh, the highest um, number of confirmed cases in one day. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, it's it was 10,000. Mm-hmm. 10, Probably. Confirmed uh, positive cases of COVID in one day. And that mm-hmm. is an incredible amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also read an article which just makes me truly wonder what the hell is going on down down there mm-hmm. where someone was throwing i don't know if it's an individual or if it's a business some kind of uh, just a group of morons they are throwing a covid party with someone uh, uh, who is sick and whoever catches the disease gets the gets the disease wins a prize whatever it is well, what's the prize? I, I I don't know if it's cash. I have no idea. But really, the prize is you may die. That's basically what the prize, yeah, the prize is. Yeah, but you also don't know what the prize is. I mean, it could be worth it. You, I mean... Really? It could be. You never know. What's your price? What would make it worth it? Please. Seriously. 50 bucks. I don't care. That's it? Um, no, I'm kidding. You cheap hoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, just to give you a little update on your update. Yes. Florida's Florida surge of COVID-19 cases shows no signs of slowing down. The State Department of Health reported Florida set another daily record Thursday with 10,109 cases, surpassing Saturday's record of 9585 cases. That brings Florida's total confirmed coronavirus cases to nearly 170,000 and a death toll of 3617, with 67 new deaths reported Thursday. The new record continues a marked upturn in cases that began last month, weeks after Florida started allowing businesses to reopen. The fact that they say Florida started to reopen, Florida has always been open. You know, it's been ridiculous, the amount of openness they've had. Um, After Memorial Day, when it fell out of the news, people kind of just thought it was over. On Thursday, um, some dude, DeSantis, met with Vice President Pence, who I'm assuming DeSantis is the governor of Florida. I really don't know these people. You think because I'm American, I know everyone. (laughs) Um, So he met with President Pence, where they probably built a glory hole. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So that's usually what Pence does when he's in the room. I mean, when I met Pence years ago, he hit on me. Did he really? Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought it was Pence. (laughs) Was it just another creepy white guy? Yep, with white hair. With it could have been um, beady Anderson eyes. Cooper. It was Anderson Cooper. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, that, I could see the resemblance. <laughs> but listen, ten thousand cases surpassing Saturday. It's like it's almost like they want to win the prize at the party. I think so. I think so. That's just it's scary. It truly is scary. What do you think the reason is that some states are terrified? And some aren't like even like where you are. Why are some places because you told me there was an explosion of cases in Toronto in a park or something. Yeah, like they had there was a I, I want to say it was Memorial Day, not Memorial Day. Um, was it Memorial Day weekend? It was in May. Um, I guess it was, was the, Mother's uh, Day. Maybe it was like a one of the first kind of good weekends, uh, you know, um, and of course, everyone, you know, went to parks, but there was a there actually now that you mentioned Mother's Day. I think it was two weeks after Mother's Day, they started um, seeing a spike in uh, cases and they they were able to link it to Mother's Day. So people were, you know, kind of breaking their social distancing a little bit and visiting their family and this, that, and the other. So yeah, that's going to happen. Um, okay. I, I think that if they just sacrificed and wore the goddamn masks, it would slow down 
the spread. And this mm-hmm. is what people just don't understand. They, 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 like they've, like it's happening in the States, like it's happening there. Um, they're politicizing it too much. It's like, it has nothing to do with politics. Right. Just, just wear the mask. Well, I, I feel like, I feel there like- is, there is a whole, there is also a whole group of, which I've recently discovered these like naturalists like i'm calling them naturalists but they're like somewhere in between like waco texas and a yoga mat like they're in between that area of the world yeah and they basically like i just found a really horrid and i know this is kind of off topic but on topic this group of people who are anti-masks because they believe a it's a conspiracy theory b they also believe that they're sort of like the natural existence of clutching a rock and a crystal and a piece of grass together will cure you but there was a whole thing about their um disapproval of a post i read online about transgender men and transgender women and they were like i'm like aren't you guys supposed to be like dippy hippie yoga people and then i went deeper and started to read and i was like no you guys are nuts there's something nuts about them yeah like god knows you know what some point in the show i'm gonna find some of the comments because i need to read them but anyway to go back to covid totals in toronto confirmed 14,270 recovered 12,000 deaths, 1,000, which isn't awful. I mean, it's awful, but it's not awful, awful. So not like Texas awful. Yeah. Um, totals in Ontario confirmed 35, three recovered 30, uh, 730 and deaths 2680. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Montreal, big, Montreal was a big, uh, I think, and it still is a, a big hot spot too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's like it. I don't want it. I don't want this like conversation to turn into like Canada's yeah. in the U.S. or vice versa or whatever. But I feel like in in the United States, it's um, people don't care about their fellow citizens. What gave you that impression? <laughs> Like it's it's all me 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 me, my rights my you know whatever it just it, I I don't understand it I really don't understand it. Well, I think I what you to... don't what you don't understand is the fact that these people love their president. That's the problem. Guess... And their president is telling them some really dishonorable lies, and you know, I don't make a secret. That he's not my favorite. Yeah. And people don't know. <laughs> and, you know, when people ask me, like, why don't I have issue with him? It's less about his politics. It's more about the fact that he has so much money and he can't afford an Italian suit that fits him properly. <laughs> yes. That's really my problem. Because if you have money the way he does... Get better. You can buy. You yeah. can buy anything. Yeah. I mean, if I had his money or the money he claims he has, there would be somebody at my house, minimum, as president of the United States, minimum once a week, fitting me for suits. You know, like. Well, remember lit- the order um, for uh, for that documentary that we watched about the the peeping tom hotel motel. Yes. He was having suits made like every month, and those. As he should. Those were some styling suits. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a level of, you know, putting your best foot forward. Yeah. Um, and, you know, clearly, if you're not putting your best foot forward, you are appealing to a completely different group of people. And I know that he's probably like, I'm going to put on a shit suit, be sweaty and orange and not really care because people who are following me, the people who truly love me, are not looking at that. That's true. 
But then if, I mean, you, if you look at the cross-section of those people, what is their, um, what is their wardrobe like? Please, a dirty t-shirt. <laughs> With no pants. I mean... And a MAGA hat. Yes. <laughs> God. And what is it? Make, make the liberals cry again. That's their new expression now. You know that? Really? Yeah, it's on the stickers. Make make the liberals cry again. What? Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's a real thing. Oh, Christ. Make the liberals cry again. I try to avoid as much Donald Trump nonsense as possible. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but... Because, you know, I still need to be informed. Yeah. I still try to, you know, seem somewhat educated (laughs) i mean you know watching him is not necessarily an education but certainly um but you know america's out of control big time big time Uh, america's out of control and you know just to like not to not to um reveal too much but you and i we have a trip planned yes and that would require me crossing the border. And we're trying to stay positive. Cause I are you? Really? I am. Are you really staying positive? Or are you saying that that's what you're supposed to do? Well, no, I do want to go. Yeah, but that's not the point. Remaining positive means that you're kind of like, you establish the road and you go, this is what's happening. I'm doing it. And that's it. You put it forward. It's happening. Okay. It's happening. Okay. Convince me. But you can't deny there's that wee percentage that it might not happen. Then you're not remaining positive then. Because remaining positive would mean that you ignore that percentage because your positivity will overtake that percentage and it won't matter because you're going to get what you want. That's how I've operated my whole life. I've made decisions that were completely crazy and it's worked out my way. That's how you got to be. All right. You keep saying all right, but the next time we talk, you're going to be like, but there's that wee little percentage. Okay, there's 0%. There you go. Beautiful. Now we're better. 0%. We are going. We are going. We're better. And I think that we definitely need to do an episode there. Just saying. Listen, I think when we're together, we're probably going to do three episodes together. Very true. I mean, we're going to be interviewing people on the street. Are we? (laughs) I don't know. I'm making that up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So COVID it's, um, I still deal with uh, a lot of um, shit where I work. Mm-hmm. People who don't um, don't respect any of the like rules that we have. We kind of have in place in terms of the the social distancing markers, you know, on the floor to kind of indicate, you know, where you should stand and mm-hmm. that. Trying to maintain a, a specific flow of traffic in and out of aisles. Uh, people are just they, especially now that a lot of the kind of restrictions have kind of lifted. A lot of the businesses have opened up. The only thing that's still kind of closed are uh, indoor, you know, restaurant seating. If they have a patio, then they do serve outside. But if the restaurant doesn't offer patio seating, then it's either pickup delivery or they just don't, they're not in business at the, at, at the present time. Um, which is unfortunate because a lot of those smaller businesses have ended up closing permanently and it's and it's sad it really is and i just wonder how all of this is going to kind of you know turn into because there will be another wave and will will businesses be able to sustain it i don't think so yeah i think that a lot of um a lot of businesses in new york i don't know if you've you've read but like 
really iconic businesses that are in New York City yeah. have yeah. kind of closed down, like for good. I and it, yeah, it's sad. Um, yeah, but it also, you know, you got to look at the other side of it. The fact is, is that so many people um, were saying that these businesses were already in danger and this was their way to get out because it's just been so hard for some people to sustain. Yeah. But that being said, you know, uh, I was reading when this first happened that independent business owners, if they even miss one, um, one month of business, they can completely lose their shirts. They can completely lose their entire business. Well, with one month of business, I, I can believe that because a lot of the a lot of the overhead is the rent. If they can't even cover the rent, that's just that. It, they you, they can't sustain that. Mm-hmm. Not possible. Yeah. you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. So you know, as far as I was saying, um, I was saying earlier. I know that we were on the we were on the topic of COVID, mm-hmm. but I also was talking about this whole like world of these like weird yogi people. Um, <laughs> and somebody had posted, um, I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm trying to find where it is, but somebody had posted a, a, a picture that basically was like a drawing that somebody had done. It was like, let's respect males who cry males who choose to wear makeup males that choose to dress like women and then like the person below in the comments wrote you know this is disgusting men shouldn't be men and they shouldn't do this kind of thing and i was kind of thrown back i was like what is this what is this even like you know, like on some yogi type of thing, this is what people are saying. Like, I thought yogis were like open-minded and stuff, but then I found out they were like Waco, Texas yogis. Like they were this like weird, like, like militia yogis. (laughs) Yeah. Like biblical, like, listen, I don't even know I'm using yogis the wrong term, you know, I'm offending the yogis, but this whole biblical, biblical term of like, men should be men and I don't understand. So of course I did what I normally do. I responded and I was just like, you guys are kooks. I'm unfollowing you all. (laughs) Where was this on Instagram? Yeah, it was like a thing. And I'm, I'm so mad that I can't find it because I had it. Um, but it was just like such the weirdest thing. Um, and it was just like this whole, conversation it was like one comment after another and i was confused and i was like what are these people writing like i don't even understand any of this <laughs> but hatred is everywhere bro oh yeah you know i i hate reading i hate reading comments under anybody who's even remotely political because oh, the cesspool it's awful. Mm-hmm. it really is awful um, I think I told you this years ago. I had looked, I was looking at Rosie O'Donnell's Instagram and she had posted a picture of her son and like all these people were commenting these political things under the picture of her son. And I was like, what does her son have to do with your political feelings about her? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. At what point is that okay? They're just trolls. And we we feed into their like we take the bait all the time. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Well, and also the reality is is that I don't understand why some of these companies like Instagram, Facebook, these type of places, why do they allow this type of thing? Well, you heard what's going on with Facebook, right? No, tell me. Major um, corporations, companies are pulling their advertising out, out of the out of Facebook mm-hmm. uh, in protest of their uh, lack of uh, hate speech enforcement. 
that that they're not they're not clean, ensuring that certain certain things are not being posted. So huge corporations are pulling out advertising dollars. Mm. So they should. Yeah, they should. So it's going to be interesting to see how how things turn around for um, or how things kind of work out for for Facebook because mm-hmm. they need to like, get their shit together. They really do. Yeah, that Mark Zuckerberg, he's a pill. <laughs> he's a pill. Did you see when he um had to talk in front of Congress based on like the whole like, you know, um there was like some issue with Facebook allowing certain speech and not allowing other speech. So they had this whole congressional thing yeah. that happened like a couple years ago. And I'm like, dude, for someone who is like running a social media empire, like pay attention to the word social. Yeah. You have no social ability whatsoever. No. Like, you know, I'm looking at him going, how do you run a company? You know? Because he's like, oh, well, I, uh, he's got other people to do that for him. Of course. And he looks like a frog in a suit. Was he actually wearing a suit or just? He was. He was wearing a shirt and tie that probably was something that busted that he borrowed from somebody because it's like he only has a zillion dollars. He can't go buy something. (laughs) He's like. He's like, oh, I live a very modest life. My wife and I, we drive a Prius and we live in like a three bedroom. And he has like a zillion dollars. I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why? (laughs) He should be ashamed of himself because he looks like shit and he runs an empire. (laughs) Pick yourself off the ground, you piece of gum. (laughs) Why don't you tell us how you really feel, Frank? I mean, I told you, he looks like a frog in a suit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with his bug eyes it's like I created this thing I wouldn't even watch that movie The Social Network I have no interest I've never seen it you're not missing anything I'm sure you know um, and then Justin Timberlake is in it too so there's another reason to love it <laughs> there's, a, there's another amazing situation there um yeah <laughs> but you know listen i'm all about like listen everyone who knows me knows i talk shit about everybody but in reality when i see things that are like hateful online and my problem with a lot of this hate speech that comes out online is that it comes from a place of people not having experience in those areas of course They tend to just see something, you know, like I know somebody um, who I'm not, I wouldn't say they're my friend. I would say they're just someone that has been an acquaintance that I know. And they have a lot of issue with trans people. And I mean, I've called them transphobic to their face, but I've also called them trans ignorant because I'm like, I'm not saying I have trans friends, but I can tell you I've actually met trans people where I've had conversations with them. Yeah. And I understand a ton more than I ever did. And that's not the experience this person had. This person was judging trans people based on what they saw. And it was like every stereotype in the world. Like, you know, oh, it's mental illness. Oh, it's. You know, it's this. And, you know, and my whole thing is, look, I'm not going to argue with you whether it's mental illness or not. What I'm going to say to you is simply, does it affect your life at all? No. Of course. So why do you have to hate these people for no reason? Because it's more than just it's well, they they're holding on to some kind of religious belief or using religion as their as their crutch mm-hmm. you know th- meanwhile they probably haven't stepped inside a church or read a bible in in years or if ever mm-hmm. um but it, when confronted this is this is what they 
believe in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also think for the people who aren't religious, I think that, like, I'm just going to speak from my own personal experience. I know that there's a lot of people I've known in my life who have completely disliked me, completely did not like me at all. Because later on, you know, you come to find out that I do what I love to do. And they're not doing that. So it's almost a sense of why are you allowed to do it? And why am I so scared? And they can't put it to words. And that's the reality of the situation. And I think it's the same thing with trans people. It's like trans people are living their true life. They're being who they want to be and who they need to be and who they're, who they feel like they should be. And there's people who can't. There's people who are too afraid to take that step and be like, it's hard, but this is who I am. It's kind of like the football players who beat up gay boys. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, because they want a little ball in their mouth. (laughs) You know, it was only moments before I was going to break that seriousness. Of course. I just couldn't, I couldn't keep it going because people listening to our show are going to be like, okay, this is getting too serious. Too heavy, too heavy. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like my experience with um, transgender individuals, I, I, Mm -hmm. I know, like I have two friends Mm -hmm. who uh, who identifies transgender, um, and both of their stories are obviously unique to them. And even though I know what what they've kind of experienced and got, have gone through, and and so on and so forth, I would never claim to say that I know everything there is to know about the transgender a, a, a transgender person, because I think I think each each person's experience is different each each mm-hmm. journey is different and mm-hmm. um it's up to it's up to each each of us to kind of ask the questions you know from a from a uh, from a caring uh and wanting to learn space um Mm-hmm. and you know like it's important to do that it, it truly is um because they they it's a it's a way for them to be understood and respected and it just it's just i don't know it's the least a person can do to to genuinely ask about their about their experience mm-hmm. you know I think also, I think people have a hard time just backing away from something they don't understand. Instead, they criticize it because they don't have the information. Instead of just being honest and being like, listen, I don't really understand this. And if I'm not comfortable with asking you questions, then maybe I shouldn't have an opinion. Like, I really don't know about it. Mm -hmm. So... You know, like I'm asking questions left, right, and sideways. Whenever I see someone doing something that I don't know about or something that I'm confused about, I ask questions. And, you know, to me, it's like once you're standing there with someone, like, you know, on the subject matter at hand, somebody who's transgender, and you're sitting there talking to them, let me tell you, it makes a whole hell of a lot more sense when you're sitting there with them and talking to them. Then when you're sitting there confused at home about some shit you saw on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, or being indifferent or apathetic. Of course. You know? But I don't think everybody's programmed that way. I think that there's a me, 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 me culture Big time. that happens. And I think, you know, it's kind of something that I always talk about. It's like my favorite topic. It's like experience versus perception your perception of something is not the same as experience. Your perception doesn't have as much value as your experience. You know, Mm -hmm. when you think about our culture, you think about like, you know, somebody can say to me, you know, I could say to you, I could say, you know, it, it's easier to be a woman. Well, how do you know that? Well, it seems that it's easier. Well, yeah, but really you don't have the experience. So you Mm -hmm. really can't make that comment. 
Yeah. You know, and, you know, and our whole, like, our whole planet has always been experience versus perception. It's always been like, oh, you people are like that. Well, why are we like that? Because you seem that way. It's not because they have the experience. And nobody can take anyone's word for anything. Yeah. You know, like, it's ridiculous. It's it's awful. And people are just, they just suck. They do. They just suck. The world yeah. in general sucks. <laughs> oh, everyone's like, this is a heavy episode. <laughs> Nearly made me choke. Wow. What are you choking on? Never you mind. <laughs> Look at me with this beautiful red curtain behind me. It looks good. We should take some it's, proper pictures. It's brought in from Francois. Mmm, fancy. Mm-hmm. It's brought in from Francois. Francois. Mm-hmm. New Mexico. I love it. Are you taking a screenshot? Nope. Did you? Lord. Why? Do you think you look ratchet? You look ratchet? Well, when it pops up on the screen, I only see like half my face. I have to click on it. Okay. What did you do to your hair? It looks different. I don't know. I dried it. I washed it. Why does it look so black? Because I colored it a couple of weeks ago. There you go. Black. Black. It's Uh all about the darkness. So, what else is going on? Um, I have to work this weekend. <laughs> Apparently, one of the supervisors got fired. Hmm. So, they asked if I can open this weekend. Well, I don't want to get controversial and ask the story, so I'll ask later. Well, I don't even know what the story is, to be quite honest, because I was talking with my manager, and she's like, well, I can't really talk about it, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, I know that if her and I are together at some point, she may divulge later, but um, yeah, uh, so they let this person go. Male or female? Male. Hand jobs. <laughs> and yeah, so they uh, they obviously needed to cover off some of those shifts and what not. So I'm working this weekend. Mm. Yeah. And what's your pet peeve about working? Uh, about working or work? Give it all. Give most, it all. Most of my pet peeves just have to do with like customers and their behavior their lack of manners i don't know like things like that oh the one there i do have a a pet peeve that ties into the whole covid um when people come to the register and they're wearing their masks and you ask them questions they don't realize that the mask muffles their voices and they do nothing to try to amplify their voice a little bit. So Mm. me standing in front or standing behind a plexiglass asking this customer a question and they're, you know, a couple of feet away from this plexiglass. (laughs) And speaking of that, what you just saw me do, I swear to you, I once saw a lady walk into the store, hand over mouth and nose. Stop. I swear to you. She was plugging her nose with her thumb and her finger, and the rest of her hand covered her mouth as she walked through the store like that. Like, this is going to protect her. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Was she Italian? No. Okay. No. Was she one of yours? No. Okay. <laughs> she was not. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> no, she wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... I, I, I did a double take and 
I always say that, that if someone was to look at the video, the security footage, on any given shift that I work, you will see me rolling my eyes hard all day because of some of the people that I see. It's idiocy. It's idiocy. And I think in order to become a human being in life, you have to work in retail for at least one year. 100%. And I think a lot of the people that I've, that I encounter that are some of the rudest individuals have probably never done a single form of service to anyone of any kind have not worked in the service industry, not that kind of service. Mm. They probably wouldn't even know how to do that properly either. <laughs> but just, <laughs> they haven't done any kind of customer service. Uh, so, so when you're interacting with them or when they come to the register, zero, zero courtesy, zero kindness. Courtesy, zero. <laughs> I love that movie. I'm, I'm serious. It's, it's awful. It's awful. Well, what can you do? But I'm also the type of person that if someone is being extra crusty, I become extra nice. So when they walk away, I say, have a pleasant day. Always. Do you say it in French too? No. They don't get that from me. How would you say that in French? I have no idea. You'd be like, Oh, Zellers. Zellers, yes. <laughs> Louboutin. No, no. We need our clip. Where's our clip? What clip? Oh, yeah. What sound clip? The audio clip? Yes, we need an audio clip. Louboutin. I got to get that. Yes. Because <laughs> that needs to just pop into our show every once in a while. Once in a while, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so... Um, you know, I don't know the consecutive nature of our shows because of the way we edit them. Cause our team makes decisions when we get them edited yeah. that they all like, you know, whatever, you know, our production team, they're cracked. They are. Cracked. So, but you know, we have guests coming on. Yes, we do. We've got, we've got some good secret celebrity guests. We got some commentary. We got some revolutionaries we got some artists we got some cooks we got some non-cooks we got people who don't even know where the kitchen is in the house that's true yes we do <laughs> is this where the bed goes no that's the kitchen <laughs> can i take a shower in the sink <laughs> i mean talk about somebody who's like on a boat without a mask <laughs> do you know someone like that Always. <laughs> it's like, just go through your Instagram feed and you know the justification of everybody. Like, no, we're social distancing. Stop. 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 What? <laughs> I'm not even gonna go into it. You know she, she you know she's gonna hate us, right? Who? You know who. <laughs> Listen, if you're in my life, you're gonna be talked about on this show. <laughs> So you make a you make a decision. You either leave my life or you deal with the show. That's true. That's true. You know? I mean, you know, and I love these people who are like going to restaurants and stuff like that. And then they're like, oh no, that was a throwback Thursday. And I'm like, stop it. That was not a throwback Thursday. No, exactly. <laughs> because let because because Thursday six months ago, you were much skinnier. <laughs> you put on the COVID-19 right the COVID for some people is the COVID-219 nice <laughs> that's got that's some hardcore eating to do that <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that, bre that bread will call you when you're in bed bread is like I'll move down here in the kitchen I have been eating way too much bread lately it's really tell me about it it's been awful tell me about it no I I'm ashamed of myself Tell me, I'm curious. No, just I ended up buying some some like rolls. You know those um, uh, brioche buns that you can sometimes get. Well, they made mini versions of them, so I I bought those, and uh, I had 
we bought a roast chicken and we made just little chicken sandwiches. They were very, very delicious. But when I have bread in the house, mm-hmm. it's like crack. Mm-hmm. It really is. But see, you have more guilty pleasures than I do. That is my guilty pleasure. Bread, good bread, like really good homemade bread. Yes. Is my guilty pleasure. Everything else really isn't. Like I can bypass just about anything. It's just, it's like when you talk about like people who are like, oh, I go to fast food and I have a hamburger and I have French fries. And I'm like, for me, I almost love the bread on the burger more than eating the fries. Like if I'm eating a really good burger on a roll, I'm like, I want the bread. That's all I want. You know, it would depend on the type of bread. Yes. But right. the other, well, I'm, talk- I'm not talking about the trashy places you go to. I'm oh. talking about like a good burger place. Stop it. I'm talking about those, those whore villages you go to. <laughs> I do have more guilty pleasures, but I don't keep those guilty pleasures in the house at all. No, you keep them in your mouth. Well, yeah, but. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't keep them in the house because I eat them really fast, so they're gone. They barely enter the house. <laughs> <laughs> I eat them in the car. That's my rule. That's another level of like fat. Fatness. <laughs> that that is ultra level. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I love ice cream. Do I buy it? No, because if I have it in the house, it's going to be eaten. Like to the point of heart palpitations. <laughs> like we don't need that shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I don't get you know the cheap ass ice cream. I get like the full fat. Mmm. Well, yeah, because if you're going to eat it, Get the Eat thing. the right kind of stuff. Exactly. But it's like, I'll have a couple of spoons and a couple of spoonfuls turns into like half a cup and then that turns into a pint and it's like, now I'm this fat blob on a sofa. Why are you pointing at Chris? I wasn't. You can't see him. Yeah. I just <laughs> When you're pointing at a fat blob on the sofa, I'm like, that's inappropriate. I was pointing at my sofa. Mm-hmm. That's Chris, not the sofa. Stop it. That's wrong. Stop it. You're awful. You're a horrible human being. And that's why you ate an entire carton of ice cream in the parking lot. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so I don't keep it in the house at all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, for me, it's like, it's, it's very narrow. Like, you can buy a loaf of, like, sliced bread. And I'm like, all right. But if you bring into the house like fresh like bakery bread that's like warm and soft, I'm like, no, I'm eating that whole thing. <laughs> I know what your kryptonite is. <laughs> I mean, because literally, I feel like for me, bread is like, you know, the real Italians, like the real, real Italians. Pasta. They're literally like you throw bread, cheese and wine on the table and that's an entire meal. Oh, yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for, really? It's delicious. I mean, money. Well, you could put some money in there, too, if you want. Mm-hmm. Extra. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. So-, so, what you, <clears throat> so, what are you looking forward to as our show goes on? Because you, know you know some secrets that we can't tell people, but... Yeah. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking to? forward to firing our production team and maybe hiring a new one. Yeah, they're cracked. <laughs> um, no, like, you know, we've, we've talked about some of the people that we are going to potentially interview and, and some of the future mm-hmm. segments and things like that. And I'm super excited about them. And I obviously, you know, I want, I want them to be surprises. Um, but, but I think we have um, the beginnings of something really, really good. Like, you know I'm a very critical person. And... Oh, no. No. Yes, believe it. Believe it. Um, and when this... When we aired our first episode, I know it's like boot leg. Like, it is rough. And the next few episodes will be 
similarly abrasive like y'all better use some lube when you listen to this stuff because it's it's very much needed however i i think there's i think there's a charm in our bootleggedness <laughs> that i hope people you know can appreciate so we'll see we'll see okay what are you looking now looking now ju- just <clears throat> Just so people know who are listening to the show, the person who just spoke sits in our parking lot eating ice cream before it comes into the house. So you really can't trust her opinion when we talk about the show because she is super critical. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. She's super critical, but you know, what are you going to do? I think we're going to get to a point where. <clears throat> You know, these are our these are our beginning stages. You know, this is the opening act. Um, you know, if our show still sounds like like you said, if you know our twenty fifth show sounds like our first show, then we got problems. Hire another production team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just because Bassett Bassett Trace and Lowenstein needs to go. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. <laughs> What are you looking forward to? What I'm looking forward to is I don't know when this episode airs or not, but what I'm looking forward to is when we um, streamline our Instagram with our show and we talk about stuff that's on our Instagram and then people can go and reference it so that they know the story we're talking about because there are some old photos of us that we need to share with the public. Yes, so and those those are rough. We're gonna have to yeah figure figure that out. How we yeah. do that? Um, Jen keeps saying that we need to um, reenact those photos in Salem. Uh, I yes, I think that that would be a great idea actually, <laughs> especially the ones that you showed me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So, and just so you know, um, I bought a um, a schmata today. Is it for the special thing that we might be doing? Yes. Did you get confirmation about that? Yeah, I got confirmation. But the weekend is going to be, I mean, we're definitely in. Is it? We're actually oh, yeah. legit. Yeah, we're definitely doing it. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I was asked and that, you know, it was borderline begged to do it. So it's done. But they approved, but they approved what you suggested. Oh, it's fine. I can do whatever I want, but I'm saying like when the weekend comes and I find out what the theme is, um, I'm basically, when they tell me the theme, I'm going to say, this is what we're doing and they're going to be okay with it because it's supportive of the community. Do you want to give our listeners a hint or you want to keep it a surprise? Well, when is this episode airing? It probably will air after we already do it. Maybe. Or we could... They're going to be like, this shit's out of whack. These people are out of whack. This is out of timeline. We're going to be talking about something. They're going to be like, it's Christmas time. What are they talking about? (laughs) Well, I mean... We're doing a show with Beyonce. That's true. Oops. Oops. I said it. <laughs> we yeah. could we could talk more about how we do this and how we air. Okay. We'll do that off the air. Yeah, let's do it off the air. All right. <clears throat> so we're looking forward to more things. Um so you do you have an inappropriate question for me? Because I might have one for you. I don't. Um, but go ahead, I'll I'll uh, I'll answer you. No. No, it doesn't work that oh, way. If you don't have one, then no. Nope. Inappropriate. Nope. I'm, you got to come to the table in a probes. God damn it. Too late. Next time. Next time, maybe, America. Maybe your question will inspire one for me. You're such an ass. Why? Because of the f- horrible screenshots you take. Can you take a decent one so that we can actually post it on? I'm getting yelled at for the audience at home. 
I'm getting yelled at because I take screenshots because we look at each other on this really advanced media network. And she gets mad because I take photos and then she feels like she's not ready. And I don't feel like I'm ready either. There we go. Yeah. Let's pull. Why do you look, that you know, you look like, you know, you look like that picture. What? Somebody waiting at the front desk at an old hotel, I, waiting for somebody to come in. I look like Karen. <laughs> you know what I found out the male version of Karen? What is, is it? Frank. Yes! <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. It's perfect. Because I just yelled at somebody today. I, I can totally picture that. What did you yell about? Through Messenger. I ordered a shirt online. And after I ordered it, I got the email confirmation. The email confirmation was, and guys, be careful when you see those ads come up on Instagram. Because every once in a while, I go to one of those shops, seem legit, because I go to their website. Nope. And they're not. So I go to the website, I order the shirt. And the only reason why I order the shirt is because it lets you do Apple Pay, which Apple Pay is safe. So I'm like, I do Apple Pay because no one's going to mess with your money. Yeah. So I order the shirt. And then I look at the receipt, the confirmation, it comes through email, and the size is wrong. So I send them a message, and I'm like, dude, why is the size wrong? And they wrote me back, and they were like, um, they were like, um, well, yeah, you can, ca- they like, we can cancel the order, but first you have to order a new one. Fuck you. That's what I said. So I sent them this long message in Messenger, because it was like a Messenger thing, like, and I told them that I was going to report their company and I was going to cancel my money order. I was going to go online and tell everyone on social media that they were whack. So then the person immediately wrote me back and was like, okay, we'll cancel your order right now. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Dumbasses. No. I swear. And, and honestly, you know, it's like, it's, it's so hard. Like I've said this to you before, it's hard, even like we're in the pandemic. Okay. But even when stores are open, it's very hard for guys who like cool clothes to buy cool clothes. Yeah. Like there's not stores that you can just go to and find cool stuff. Like most of the stuff I like, I have to order online. But the problem is sizing because I hate I hate getting stuff and it's not the right size. And then the, anyway, so especially, became, especially when I, you're dealing with little companies like that. Yeah. On Instagram, yeah, where they don't, you don't know what kind of, yeah, and they're and they're like a little, they're like a little company, but at the same time, it's like I don't believe their manufacturers are here in America. They're probably like overseas, but the reality is, is that you know what, you got to be good to me because I'm going to report you. Yeah. So, once our show is like <clears throat> hitting big, I want people to send me clothes. Yes. And candles for you. And candles. You need a candle like I need a third testicle. <laughs> I mean, really. Listen. You have issues beyond issues. Like, <laughs> you have candles, I swear, you have candles underneath that coffee table, bins filled with candles that you probably bought when, like, you know, different strokes was on the air. Like, there's some truth to that. On next time I come, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm literally gonna go shopping through your candles. You can't. I'm literally. You can't buy I'm gonna, any of them. I'm gonna what? You can't buy any of them. I'm sorry. I, I'm stealing them. Nope. I'm not buying them. I'm taking them. You have no. What are you gonna do with them? Burn them all. Really? Because you have candles you don't even know you have. Doesn't matter. This is. You have a sickness. Okay, I think we should end the episode. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather you be on crack. <laughs> you have a sickness. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Have a good By the way, this is later this week with Coco, with Coco and Fran. This is later this week with Coco and Fran. With Coco and Fran. Coco and Fran. Thank you.